Welcome to Here and Now podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Sophia. We bring you the stories, the heart, and the humor needed for this journey called life. Join us each week to hear the conversations of a mom, that's me, and a daughter, that's me, and the stories of where others hear God's voice as he brings truth, beauty, and good in their lives right now. This is Here and Now Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 116 of Here and Now Podcast. We are finally back after a long summer hiatus. We're very excited to jump back in. It's very fitting. We're recording on the very first day of school for a lot of people. So hi, mom, all the way from Pennsylvania to Ohio once again. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's Monday. It's Monday. And we're here. (laughs) (laughs) And you're there. And It's hard to believe that it's been a week since you've been there and how much has just transpired in your world of orientation and seeing orientation Mm -hmm. from a different set of eyes for both you and your brother, who this year you were opening the doors for people literally for (laughs) hours, quite literally for hours. And we snuck in and out of town last weekend. How, how many weeks, how many days ago, like seven days, I don't know. Yeah, um, like it was a last minute Friday, let's do it. We're going got the hotel overnight and on Saturday and then turned around and came back. So I don't even know, were we there for 24 hours? Probably not. No, we weren't. You guys weren't. We were. <laughs> been there for many hours now, We've right? We've been there for a lot of hours. Yeah. yeah, but it's been, it's been really fun. It's been very crazy, but I'm really glad to have been the one to kind of welcome these new students onto campus. It's the biggest class that we've ever had in the history of Franciscan, which is really cool. It's very overwhelming though, because there were like 2000 plus people on campus this weekend. And I feel like that's nothing compared to like the bigger state schools that had like multiple thousands of people moving in. But Um, your school campus is rather small. So holding extra 2000 people when the uh, campus has limited parking and construction that is occurring I think it makes it a little crazier right (laughs) yeah just a bit but it was really fun to be on the hospitality team I feel like we took so much away from like our upbringing (laughs) because like your whole thing was just hospitality and everything and just like seeing these parents who just look so stressed out and like moving their kids into college and you know just having these friendly faces or just you know, people to welcome them to campus. We've heard quite a few of them say that they were very impressed just with the the welcoming team that they had. And so that felt really nice to like, you know, be part of something like that. And then of course, holding the doors quite literally for a really long time, talking to people and just getting to know these new people on campus. It's been really fun. And it was really fun for me to hear from quite a few Instagram mom and dad friends across the country mm-hmm. who Hey, I met your Sophia. I met your Ian. So that that's kind of fun that, yeah. I guess from different avenues, you know, Jen from Sisterhood of the Traveling Relics sent me a message that someone sent her when Jen was praying the uh, Pietro prayer for dad the one night that she does every single evening mm-hmm. without fail. Yeah. Um, and somebody, I guess, messaged her and their daughter knew you and Ian from different places last year. Mm-hmm. And ironically, you got to run into mom and the daughter yesterday, I think, or Saturday, I don't remember. Yeah. So that's kind of fun, you know, to just put faces to names and to little squares on the internet that actually, you know, people are for real. They're not just little boxes and bots all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. It was very, it was just very like, I guess, enlightening. It just was really cool to just see all these people 
just come out. And I know, you know, all of the faculty and staff here were just overwhelmed with joy for the amount of new kids that are coming into this campus. Father Dave, he just, you know, was so happy <laughs> to be bopping around on campus. And oh my gosh, it was really funny. There was a sister riding a moped around campus on move-in day. And so that was, that was such so, oh my gosh, it was so funny to see them like just riding this moped around campus. We used it as like transportation for orientation team, but the sister took it and just, we couldn't find her because she was just joy riding around campus. So that I was saw somebody hilarious. post a picture about that, but I don't remember where I saw it, but that is that amazing. So funny. And she's like, that I'm not giving it back. Like, and she just would ride off and she would be like, I'm not, you know, you guys can't find me. Like catch me if you can. <laughs> I was just like, this is amazing. And her habit blowing in the wind behind yep. her, I guess, right? Quite yeah. literally. Yep. Yeah. So that was very fun. But now orientation is over and it's the first day of classes. Oh, and you um, mean you actually have to work now? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's just been a week of like fun all the time. It was a lot of work. I mean, staying up until like 1.30, getting things done and blah, blah, blah. But now it's actually crunch time. Classes have begun. I think it's, and I'm sure there's a lot of colleges that do this, right? Because we have different limited experiences with your first year of mm -hmm. freshman year, which is at another school. And it was a drop off and see you later. Yeah. And there wasn't that connection of, I don't know, I think of it like a, a race on, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, I can't, uh, you know, a relay race where mm. you're in track and you're handing off the baton from yeah. one place to the next. And um, there's nothing wrong with families making that handoff. And sometimes I think the expectation of families just being cutting the cord isn't always the right option for everybody. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that have come into the school who come from very far distances. So these distances make it really hard to just come in, drop off and leave. Yeah. And the way that the school Franciscan does this connection of, they realize that the family is where the education starts. Right. And mm -hmm. that connection of family is so important, even at the college level, yeah. because the kids have to be successful in that making the break and they're your, your success comes from a healthy separation, not always mm -hmm. from just cutting the cord and taking off because we've seen, and you know, friends throughout the year, even last year who had such a distance and it was hard on, hard on them without even, even with that long orientation time with families, yeah. you know? So it's just, I think it's just a really good celebration of the, the school. And I think the the beauty of the Franciscan school is that they do a good job of formation in addition to education. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean by that, right? Like that they're just looking at the whole person. It's not just about what they're learning or what your students are going to learn or what, right. what, what your major is, because how many times we know people change those majors. It's more than that. It's about becoming a person whole. And I loved, I think I shared it on my post, something that father Dave said about, you know, these kids here are coming for the joy of the faith and they're, mm. you know, being disciples of the faith. So, and, you know, yeah. in a culture right now where that's something people are grasping on to mm -hmm. and finding it harder to compete against the noise of the secular world. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not mm -hmm. the only path, right? You know, absolutely. Yeah. Came from somewhere and we know God has his hand in a lot of it. And mm -hmm. there's a, a very strong faith community that's occurring in Franciscan. And if the community is growing by leaps and bounds and new enrollments are coming, I think it's telling some large yeah. 
message that people need to hear and consider. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? I, I think that's kind of been like the, the theme of the week is like, this is the biggest class we've ever had in the times where this doesn't seem like it should be right. And people seem like they're supposed to be choosing other things, but they're yet they're still choosing the right, right path and coming and not just coming here, but just choosing the faith, you know, doesn't that include not just freshmen that also included transfer yeah. students who've left other places and it doesn't matter where they've come from or where they're, you mm-hmm. know, what other, whether they were other faith schools or other secular schools, they're mm-hmm. choosing to come into this school that really is about a foundation of not just education, but a lot of things, right? Yeah. No, we've had a lot of transfers this year. I mean, even up to senior year transfers, mm-hmm. which has been really cool to see. And I'm sure I'll get to know a lot of them too, but it's not just freshmen. Like everybody seems to be choosing <laughs> differently right now. It makes for chaotic and cramped campus, but that's okay. Cause I, I would rather have that than people not choosing to be here. Exactly. And it's, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're in, you know, what are they building a new science? Not a science, yeah. the nursing uh, school, the right. Yeah. Business engineering and a nursing building. So even though it'll be there after I graduate, I'm happy for the future and the conference center will be in there as well. There will be space for the very popular Steubenville conferences to be in there, which is so awesome. That's amazing. And when you consider people probably mostly think that it's only about theology and philosophy and such that comes out Mm -hmm. of that school. And there's just so much more to it, right? Yeah. Business is big. I mean, because, you know, it's good to have ethical business if you want. Mm -hmm. That's good. No, it's true. My friends and I are talking. I think that the business department is the biggest enrollment this year, kids choosing to be business majors. Mm -hmm. I think followed by, I want to say nursing and then communications, and then theology and catechetics. So those are like our top four majors right now, which is pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah. But I've, of course, I'm biased because I love business and it's my my major. But <laughs> all these new people coming in, it's just going to be so much fun. It is going to be good. It's a good year yeah. so far. Yeah, so yeah. far. You haven't started school yet, so let's nope. get to the <laughs> That starts later today. But, but I was yeah. texting your brother last night. I said, oh, so now you actually have to get to the real stuff. I mean, he's exhausted because he's been working really hard all week. <sighs> Probably yeah. differently than you because he was on a different, he was on a hospitality also, but he wasn't on call like you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but yeah. that's okay. But that's us. What about you? What's new in your world? With You know, you're back to just two kids at home. What's so new What's new in our world? Well, we're today is sort of the official start to school today. I mean, we've not stopped really because the girls have been taking classes mm-hmm. throughout the summer. Right. The gift of homeschooling is that you can organize your time that best, however it best suits your family. And in this case, we, you, you and your brother were taking summer classes. So why not mm-hmm. let the girls do that? And they did, and they were doing some things, taking classes online. There's somebody starting that today. And then, you know, we've, we're doing a little bit of a soft start, let's just say, yeah, <laughs> because they've been working and then, you know, they didn't really have a great long extended break of any time, except maybe mm-hmm. what June when they, mm-hmm. they were not working at all. Things are a little bit upside down in the house right now. We're moving things around a little bit just to revamp the way that homeschool classroom Mm -hmm. environment is, if you will, but we're moving along. Um, We're going to have to adapt back to our church schedule. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we've been going and dad's starting chemo again this week, I guess. And, you know, we have to worry about his numbers and labs. And I think right now we were just trying to keep him 
away from crowds too much. So we, he and I did not go to mass yesterday. And I've been told by my pastor when I was <laughs> at church that I need to go to confession now. <laughs> right. He loves to give me a hard time. Um, yeah. And he also loves to give us a lot of gift, right? Because mm -hmm. I was thinking yesterday morning when the girls were heading out to mass, they were driving alone. It's a big deal. Olivia actually drove to church all by herself. Yeah. I was thinking how before the week before we went to school and we were in church, and I think I told you this, and maybe there was a lot of emotion wrapped up in a lot of it because it was the last mass. I knew that we would be together mm -hmm. as a, all six of us for a while while you were all heading off to school. And I don't know. There were just a lot of things heading in my head at that moment. And I remember the song came on. What was that? Here, here I am, Lord. That mm -hmm. song gets me every time we had that in our wedding. We had that song. It was played at my mass when I was welcomed into the Catholic church mm -hmm. and played it at my mom's funeral, I think. Mm -hmm. and, and there's just a whole few places where this song shows up. So, you know, music and me just, you know, wrecks me sometimes. And so I'm already crying as the communion song meditation song is being sung and you guys were getting ready to get up and go like you do. You go into the church and we mm -hmm. sit in the chapel until somebody usually brings us communion and it's usually at the end and right. often we're forgotten to the point where I have to wave to <laughs> the priest or whatever to tell them to bring it back to dad and I so dad doesn't have to walk through church. And so it was all happening kind of fast and you tapped me and here's our pastor bringing communion to us first and he kind of I couldn't stop crying obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's just a simple thing you know where it's just that that I often talk about how church just feels like home and at that moment it was like you know it was the epitome of what home was right you know mm -hmm. you, sometimes you're last and that's okay but sometimes when I needed it at that moment was here he was standing there first and it caught, totally caught me off guard. Of course, later he laughs at me like, what are you, what are you crying about? <laughs> I know. And again, yesterday when I saw him after I had mentioned in my blog post that I had run into the church mm -hmm. and dad was in the parking lot and the girls were there at, at the end of mass so that I could receive communion. And they, the deacon asked me to, if I could talked to him for a few minutes. And he said, I, I, I've been meaning to catch up with you and pulled me aside and shared mm -hmm. a few things. Okay. And then I'm crying in the back of church and our priest walks by and he looks at me, he rolls his eyes again. He goes, Oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, don't you want to be inspired by this? You know? Yeah. But, yeah. So it's home and church is home. And I, I think that what my point is, as I was leaving for, um, I was getting dressed yesterday and the girls were leaving. I was kind of feeling a little sad that I don't, I was not going to have that same feeling because I was not going to be at mm -hmm. mass for the full mass yesterday. Right. Cause right. I was going to be with your dad and your God kind of showed up anyway in a, yeah. in a different way and just kind of wrapped, I don't know, just a lot of love around us in a different way. And, you know, between the deacon and then our other deacon came out to the car and was chatting with dad and, you know, it's just, you know, it's just home. And, you know, we, we've been there for a short amount of time. It's not the place where you guys went to school. It's just, we go there for church and we go there mm -hmm. as father always says, just for the free Jesus, we're going for Jesus. Yeah. Right. And, and to feel that constant love and mm -hmm. home. Yeah. Yeah. It always makes me so sad when I had to go back to school. Cause like, I know I wouldn't be able to go there on Sundays, but it's still so awesome to still hear these stories from you guys. Well, he was asking about you yesterday. Okay, that he makes was. you feel better, but you know, he adores you. 
tell Sophia I love her. <laughs> tell her I said hi. <laughs> I think the first time I ever heard him like say my name or like knew my name or anything, it always it just made me feel so special. I guess I'm just like, oh, it's like he actually knows my name. I knew he knew your name because he would torment you all the time, but he. I was just kind of the one that was just there. I was kind of quiet, whatever. And the first time he ever like called me by name, I like turned to my sister. I was like, did you just say my name? Like, is this real? I remember that. Yeah. I was just like, I was so shocked. And I was like, okay, great. And so the next time I went to confession, he's like, hey, Sophia. I was like, great. Now you know my name. <laughs> now you know my name too. <laughs> I was like, shoot. But I was like, please don't remember anything I'm telling you right now. Thank God he doesn't. But I was just like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. But well, it, I think that's really because... We'd been through a parish in the past, right? And, and you know, you go through school there and you do get to know people when you're in the school, obviously, as you're a part of a parish school. So yeah, it makes sense that you would get to know people and they would know you. But when you just go for church and you're really not part of the community per se, like we weren't, because you right. guys were going to different schools at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And we just, we needed to find a different church, home church. And it was, you know, just the right time. And, you know, for so many reasons, we can see where, the gifts have come from being in this parish, but, you know, we didn't really have a lot of encounters and Mm -hmm. for someone to know, to be seen, to be known, to be loved. That's always such a a powerful thing for people when you show up for places and, and, and you're seen that's, you know, even if we were holding the wall up in the back of the church, as we were always (laughs) joked about. Yeah. That's probably why you started to know who we were, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah, but no, it's just, it's special. So I really hope that Everybody gets to experience that sometime, just having somebody know your name like that. Because actually, it's kind of funny because that was not what I intended to say. But yesterday's gospel was about that, was about being invited. And Father Dave gave a really awesome homily. He started off by like, you know, welcoming the freshmen again. And it was like the closing mass for orientation. So it was pretty packed. But he starts telling us the story when he was younger, I guess maybe in like fifth or sixth grade, he was in school and he saw this really beautiful girl walk by and he goes not walk hover because she was just like an angel or something like he was just being so funny about it he's like I heard that this rumor that she was having a party and I was really hoping that she would invite me but she didn't know that I existed or anything and so he goes home he's like telling his parents the story and the next day he goes back to school and first of all she's like hey Dave he's like wow she knew my name second of all she invited me to her party and then we never heard if he ended up going to the party or not, but he was just like, doesn't everybody just want to be invited to something and, you know, be known by name? And I was like, oh, wow, like, that's really awesome. Just to have like these freshmen be welcomed like that. And like, you are invited here. It was, yeah, it was a longer homily, but that was really the gist of it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's true. Everybody just wants to be invited in some way or another to something. But of course we have like the greatest invitation to be at mass, but, but just that like, personal connection with somebody is always so, so meaningful. Right. And I think that is the beauty of the daily mass, the Eucharist. People wonder why, you know, Catholics Mm -hmm. do that, but you know, why not just Sunday? Well, to be able to be at the Lord's table every day, you know, I do miss miss being able to do that, you know, and someday we'll get back to that, that avenue, I guess, in life. It's to be welcomed at a table. And I, your dad and I were listening to the the gospel on the way to, to the parking lot of church. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I was sort of struck with that, that gospel a little bit differently for some reason. And I, mm-hmm. I, I can't even remember why, but I thought, wow, there's just such a beauty in that, you know, you often, you think of the parties, like you're saying, I'm, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to gather my thoughts on this. And 
we always want to invite the people we think will make the party the best. Right. Right. I mean, you mm-hmm. think of the people that you want to have on your A list of sorts. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've come to this place for so long. And when we have gatherings that we've invited into our home so many times, different people, not just the people that you would expect to have invited, if you will, you know, the close friends, the family, whatever it's. And, and that moment where you invite the others, the underdog, the not thought about, like, mm. however you want to, however you want to say it. And if you go back to the gospel, you'll know, you know, mm-hmm. um, the, I think, what does it say? Those who have, that are blind, deaf, disabled, whatever, yeah. going through that list. And I think it struck your dad a little bit too, given our mm-hmm. particular situation in life Yeah, and here, here I was writing about our walking and in his gathering of himself back to walking again and Mm -hmm. how interesting it is that we think that the people that'll bring us the most blessing are the A-listers and they will, but sometimes it's the opening the door to the un, to the not thought about people. Mm -hmm. And that has been where some of the greatest blessings for our life, speaking of hospitality that you brought up in the early Mm -hmm. part of this, that we opened the door to a lot of people over, over the years. And it's been a blessing to us to see how, some of those people have woven in and out of our lives and are back again and here and there. Yeah. So it's just kind of beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always, it's always funny. I mean, people, you know, that this happens. It's like the people you don't ever expect to meet are the ones that end up being the biggest blessings to you. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just like a coincidence, Hey, you know, you start talking to somebody in a coffee shop and you know, next week you run into them at church and then you just have this beautiful friendship. It's like keeping your eyes open all the time. And it's, it's a hard balance because you're like, but sometimes I just want to like keep to myself and I don't want to always be this open person. It's yeah, it's a hard balance, especially if you're an extrovert. (laughs) How do you protect your heart at the same time as being open all the time to people, you know? And how, and how do you get to a coffee shop when you're there to work and you're trying to get your work done, but yet you're chit chatting with everybody. Exactly. That might've been my problem. (laughs) Yep. I I don't get, I don't get a lot of those opportunities right now, but it's kind of funny because I really was, I never said no to an invitation, which (laughs) my laundry basket was always suffering because of it. But yeah, no, I mean, I was with a friend yesterday in a coffee shop and there's just like, I just kept seeing people after people. And, you know, my, a lot of my friends were moving back yesterday because it was returning student, student move-in day. And I felt so bad because he was standing there and I was just like trying to talk to him. But all these people just kept coming in. I was like, but I want to say hi to this person and chat with you for a long time. But I'm also here with this person and I have to be respectful of their presence too. So. Yeah, that's definitely important. <laughs> see the people that you're with kind of yeah, thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hospitality. We talked yeah. about hospitality. We talked about, well, we didn't really talk about our summer. We were at the no, beach. No, but we can. Yeah. We got to South Carolina. That was kind of a planned event, but turned mm-hmm. what was supposed to be a North Carolina, South Carolina venture turned into only South Carolina. And we just had to make things a little bit simpler. And mm-hmm. it was beautiful to be down there, but very crowded a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We were there the pretty much the height of summer tourist tourist season down there, I think. So right. that was right. fun. <laughs> and that's again where we met Jen from Sister Sisterhood of Traveling Relics and kind of yes. you know where we left off in our blog our podcast last episode was, you know, when she came on. Mm-hmm. And we decided that, you know what, we could do all these things and we had some episodes in the wings already recorded. So we just said we would wait and share them later because it was time to just take a break from yeah 
a lot of things. Yeah. And we have some really cool guests coming up. Yeah. I'm so excited for these guests. I know. To come on. I know. And our I, I can't even wait to I know. know about somebody next <laughs> week that will that will be on with us next week. Well, we'll record with them this week, but we'll talk to them. And you'll get to hear them next week. Yeah, so there's a lot of good stuff. And then we got to the beach locally, which was a gift in August. When did we go? End of July, beginning of August. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a last minute spontaneous adventure. Mm -hmm. And your your dad got to stand in the ocean. He got to sit in the water. Not not really. It sounds really funny, but sat (laughs) on the edge of the water with the chair and played a little paddle ball on the beach with Ian and walked back and forth to the beach every day, which... You know, you never know how those things could go if they could become too much or, you know, mm-hmm. but the beach was quiet enough and it was busy down in the busy part of town, but where we were, it was very, you know, easy to manage. And I know you guys were happy to get back to the beach. Yeah, so. definitely was. It was like the perfect ending to summer, except that wasn't the end of summer for us. No, because <laughs> we had to take one more road trip because one you know, more road trip, one more road trip. It was kind of sort of last minute spontaneous trip as well but we took a little girls trip down to Virginia um literally we were there for 36 33 hours or something funny I like think that 35 hours exactly. 35 yeah 35 <laughs> hours that's right because we went down to the grand opening of the Catholic all year market in Marshall Virginia and Kendra flew in and we drove down and it was so much fun getting to meet people and just kind of seeing all the hard work that we've been putting towards for the last, I guess for them for the last year, two years, and just like getting to meet all the people that came by and the vendors and everything. It was just a really awesome event. We hopped in the car, we went, we drove down, we stayed at the really, this really awesome hotel. <laughs> it was adorable. I it was know. so much fun. Then we, you know, did the grand opening and then we got hit the road again and we were home later that night. So it was so okay. much fun. And we have to talk about this because this okay. is an amazing story, right? So our yes. friend and who's been a sponsor of the podcast, Kristen from Novena Cards, mm-hmm. I knew she was going to be down there and we've only, you know, chatted for a couple of years online. We knew she was going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. We had no idea where in Virginia she would be staying, but we knew she'd yeah. be there. So we did our, you know, afternoon once we got there went to the location of the shop where Emily keeps that shop on her property and mm-hmm. met with Kendra Tierney and her two boys that were there and you know Emily's sisters and her mom and you know everybody the family thing that was happening and we helped get the st- the shop from the uh, distribution side to a open the door kind of shop side and it was yeah. a lot of fun right it was so much fun and we go back to our hotel exhausted after, you know, driving a couple hours or, yeah. or four to get down there and then, you know, hit the, hit the hay and then had to get up the next morning and then leave the hotel, which was more of a retreat. Well, more of a conference, like retreat wedding kind of place. So yeah. it was like more of a bed and breakfast. I don't know how to explain it, but it was yeah. a beautiful property. We leave, but as we leave, so we had two rooms, one for you and Olivia and, and Isabel and I shared a room because initially your dad and Ian were going to come, but then they mm-hmm. just wanted to stay home and watch the Phillies <laughs> and watch the office. And yep. I have no idea, watch Spider-Man. I have no idea. And they ordered yeah. all kinds of guy food and they had a blast. Yeah. So the rooms were kind of like separated by a room, right? So mm-hmm. you guys were in one room and then Isabel and I were on another room. I mean, this place is not small. When we checked in, they said, where do you want to stay? Because it wasn't very crowded, obviously, on a Thursday and Friday. I'm guessing during the weekend when weddings are occurring or events are occurring, they're much busier. And it's kind of like now August and kids are moving into college. So like family 
vacations are sort of winding down at this point, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not very crowded at this place. It just makes me laugh how things are. So as I'm packing up the car in the morning, running things out, and you and Olivia went out to the car, and then Isabel and I went out to the car, there was a person sitting in the, like the little common area, like the living room Mm -hmm. area of this room, this what was it called? The the, the lobby. Well, the, the lobby lodge. or whatever of the lodge that we stayed yeah. in. So we then head out, we get ourselves breakfast and coffee. And then we go back to over to the Catholic all year, little shop and we're working all day. And then we're kind of ready to leave now because, you know, it's been a while. I know the shop was open through the end of the hours of the day, but mm-hmm. we needed to get back on the road. And Kristen and her husband show up and mm-hmm. I see her and she kind of walks around and I, you know, seen a few pictures. So I knew who she was. And then we finally catch up and <laughs> is this so awesome? You know where mm-hmm. I'm going now, right? Yeah, I do. So we're chatting and she said, well, where are you staying? We, you know, she said we were just lingering this morning and hanging out. And, and I said, well, we stayed over at this airy, ho- airy hotel, the airly, airly, the airly, airly yeah. hotel in Virginia. And I forget the town. It's not Marshall, airly Weddington. I don't know. Warren, Warrington. Warrington, Warrington, Virginia. It's beautiful. So she said, wait, I stayed at the airly and they laughed. And I said, well, we were at the lodge, you know, around the course. She goes, I stayed at the lodge. <laughs> <laughs> of all places in this entire building. There's like seven or eight buildings that building. you could stay in. And like it's, there's like places with the pool. There's the main house. There's like the groom's house. Like there's all kinds of places. She said, I stayed at the lodge. We stayed at the lodge. And then she told us our room number. Her room number was between your room and my room. And when we were leaving and saw this person but her back was a, sort of to us. Mm-hmm. With, she had a hat on, you know, she was just kind of sitting there. And she's like, and I kept thinking, I'm supposed to stop and talk to this person. But it was just like, we were just trying to, I was hungry. I was, I needed coffee. Yep. And it turns out, here's Kristen. <laughs> we met her <laughs> before we met her hours later. And she's literally stayed in the room between our two rooms. I think it's- Yeah, because we were, we were 404 and 406 and she was 405. So she was right in between us. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it would have been really amazing if we knew that because we were going to go to dinner at the little restaurant mm-hmm. that was on the property. And she said she did, but we just were so tired. I think we grabbed whatever food that we did and had in the <laughs> yeah. car or whatever. And she went to dinner there and I thought if we went there, we would have run into her and we could have hung out on this beautiful porch. I mean, the place was just so fun. It's just so funny how it was. God so, works. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the heck? This is amazing. And I know we just, we were just talking about it for like 15 minutes. We just could not get over the fact that we were next door neighbors and of all the <laughs> hotels that we could have stayed at of all the places on the property. We could have stayed at. We were next door neighbors. And the cool but, thing is, is she's coming to Pennsylvania in September. Like yep. you will be coming back to Pennsylvania to our famous favorite Hmm. famous favorite what do we want to call it little faith yeah <laughs> faith filled day <laughs> yes, the abbey fest and yep. she'll have a table they're selling her um novena cards and different mm-hmm. graphic cards that she uh, graphic design cards that she has drawn yep. up and works very hard at sharing to help share the faith and prayers and you know birthday wishes and all the things right and yeah we'll have a table there for some of the really fun stuff that we've been working on in our shop yeah. and shirts and journals and some jewelry and mm-hmm. a few other little things, photography, things that I've, we've put together. So I have no idea if we'll get this all together, but <laughs> it's been kind of something on our heart for a while and, and just things in life just keep kind of kicking our legs out from under us and we can't get it up, you know, yeah. get it started the way we want. So 
we're doing it. That's just yeah. whatever we can bring with us. We're doing it. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. Be. So if you're in the area or even if you're not and you want to make the drive, it'll be September 17th this year at Abbey Fest. So you can just Google Abbey Fest and it'll come up. We'll put a um, link in the show notes. Also that Matt Mar sings every year. There's there's mass, there's outdoor, there's an outdoor mass, there's adoration, there's there's food trucks, food there's trucks, vendors, vendors, music all day. I think there's a couple other musicians. Again, yeah. show notes, it'll be yeah. there. I think Catholic All Year is bringing a table up as well. It's just a really great place to shop other Catholic makers and just, you know, getting to know other people in the area. So and even the blog post that I shared yesterday, the walking mm-hmm. and blessing one, I think it's kind of funny because we I shared in there how I ran into somebody that is a friend of a friend and she actually has her a table at Abbey Fest too. Mm-hmm. And she's the spiritual director at the Dalesford Abbey where this event is held um, mm-hmm. for the Norbertine community, I guess, mm-hmm. right? That's where the priests are. And so she has a, a, a table also called Peak, and, Peak Encounter. It's a ministry that she does mm-hmm. for young adults, um, mm-hmm. 20 to 30 year olds. And they go mm-hmm. out and they do different cool hiking, outdoor There's a adventures. lot of adventures. Yeah. yeah. I guess that makes sense, right? And yeah. you know, here we are walking on the path and, you know, she was just there with her dog. And I think she lives local to where we were. And it was just kind of funny how that all randomly mm-hmm. came about. I know. Yeah, go so read funny. it in the blog post. Go check out the blog post. <laughs> link will be in the bio (laughs) yes link in the show notes though yeah but no that was that was a cool story but i'm very excited we definitely made a point to come home last year for it and we are doing the same for it this year yes well last year was kind of a surprise too because your dad's birthday always falls somewhere near or on the day of the event so that always um turns out to be really good and last year you know we got to meet jonathan rumi yes Um, that that was incredible that was so much fun (laughs) <laughs> I feel oh, like I we that. talked about it in a podcast before. He's just a, he's such a good guy and I'm excited for the next season of The Chosen to come out. I, I can't even wait. I know. I just can't. I know. So, so good. I want to talk about a book that I've been reading and people need to read this book. Mm-hmm. It's called I Believe in Love. And I've mentioned it before, Laundry and Latte on Instagram. Suzanne has been running with a friend of hers a summer personal retreat. This book is called I Believe in Love. So it's a personal retreat based on the teaching of St. Therese of Luzo. And I think, let me think how to, to explain how this, there, there's like conferences. So I think it's like a 10 week conference. We talked about, I wrote a thing about the cross last week. I just actually added a few quotes from that, that conference or that chapter. This week is going to be on the Eucharist. And the last one is on Jesus, Mary and the saints. This book I cannot explain it to you is there's a section here. This is the the chapter called, and I just opened this book literally just to see what would come out. Yeah. What do we see in the origin of this folly of love, the incarnation obedience behold, I come. It is written of me that I should do your will. O God. I mean, how could I even open to a more appropriate chapter? Mm-hmm. That's in the, that's in this section of great desires, humility, and peace. If we search the gospel to find what the life of God incarnate or on earth was for 33 or for 30 years, we find the answer in three words. Oh Lord, I'm never going to be able to say this. <laughs> it's I think Latin. Erat okay. subduitus ilius. He was subject. Did I get it wrong? No, you're good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I have no idea. He was subject to them seated on the edge of Jacob's well. He said to his disciples, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me. What strong words, my meat, 
the word became flesh. Like this book is so like deep and profound. And I believe in love is like, okay, wait, what does that even mean? It's like, I believe in God, the way that this woven in such a, like a deeply heartfelt way. I mean, Mm -hmm. St. Therese is just such the, she, her love for God and the way that she says, I will go to heaven and do whatever I can for, you know, through my life in heaven. Remember how she said that in that quote, I don't, I'm going to reckon and I don't remember it, but that was her mission once that, that she would bring others to heaven through her writing, which, you know, the story of the soul, that book alone is just such Mm -hmm. a beautiful book, but I highly recommend this book to people who just want to find a way to have a personal relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I think that is something that people miss in, in the everyday of church and it's so much more than just going to church. It's so much more than just praying the prayers. It's so much, mm-hmm. there's such a deeply personal relationship that people need to put the effort into seeking with God. Even mm-hmm. if you don't know how, then ask him to show you, but read a book like this and it will change your heart. It will wreck you in a million pieces and stitch you back up again in a beautiful way. I cannot explain it to you anymore. Yeah. Than that. Yeah, I've never read it, so I'm only going off what you're saying, but that sounds awesome. And whenever I get like share copy or, you know, quotes or something related to it, I have so many people send me messages and say, this book just changed them. This book wrecked them. This book is one of their favorite spiritual readings ever. And Suzanne and her friend, and I'm drawing a blank on her friend's name that has been doing this retreat with her. They have a conversation each week on their podcast, Mm -hmm. on Suzanne's podcast about it. I mean, I think there's, there's, 10 times in each thing where they're they're wrecked with tears over this book i mean it's just just so beautiful it really is a beautiful book wow that's amazing so i'm actually going to say that is my saint right there (laughs) whose name i wrecked a hundred times he's my saint this this week yeah yeah no that's awesome oh gosh that means i have to think of one now (laughs) yes you do you can make it easy and go saint augustine St. Augustine, St. Augustine, St. Augustine. I'm, I'm, I'm Protestant switch Catholic and I never say Augustine and Augustine the right way. St. Monica. Yeah. yeah, no, that's okay. Actually, I'm going to go with St. Francis because I'm mm-hmm. here and yeah, I'm going to go with him. I would see. say St. Francis too. He, yeah, because I've, I've, I mean, obviously this book is something, but I was thinking even earlier today when we were talking about recording this, you know, just being up there last weekend with Father Jonathan, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and just the humility, I, and, and just the love, I don't know, the humble mm-hmm. love, which I think there's a section on this too. I can't remember what it's called. The humility, maybe mm-hmm. humility. I just read that. Didn't I call it that? The humility, fraternal humility and peace, right? The humility yeah. of St. Francis and, and the Franciscans that are up there, the TORs that are up there. I just, yeah, I know. It's so amazing. Yeah. That's, that's our, those are our St. Chasers for the week. That's good. <laughs> Saint Chasers and Saint Chasers, yeah, that's yeah. it. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Boom, Maybe it's time to over. sign off, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> I know when we run out of things to say, that means that it's yeah, it's the end. That's because <laughs> we just keep talking. But we're very excited to be welcoming a guest on next week. We are recording with him later this week, and the episode will be up next Tuesday. It's going to be really awesome. Interesting and topic. Let's just say that. We'll, so. We'll be- yeah, I'm so very looking forward to that. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be so good. Might be a little bit of the secular world meets the faith world. And I guess that's a great way to say it, right? Yeah, no, that's perfect. If you have any guesses on who you think it is, be sure to send us a message. It's 
He's a friend of somebody who was on the podcast before. Um, and beautiful thing. He attended Franciscan a long time ago. He probably won't like me saying a long time ago because he's younger <laughs> than me, but he's he attended Franciscan some yeah. time ago. Yeah. All right. So. I think that's enough hints. So if you know who it is, let us know. But if you're not already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's where we spend a good amount of our time there posting and sharing. And of course, the blog, that's where you share a lot of the bigger insights and contemplations of your life, yes. right? And and some things into this, the glimpse into the world of brain cancer and stroke healing. And we have more treatment this week. So we mm -hmm. would love prayers that labs and numbers are where they need to be so that those treatments can be had. And, mm -hmm. you know, another yeah. MRI at the end of September, somewhere around then, I don't even remember off the top of my head. I have such mm -hmm. a big schedule right now. So. <laughs> yeah. And then also follow Jen on Instagram too. So you can pray along with her on the PHO prayer every day. That's the chair of the traveling relics too. Super. Yeah. Well, it was good to see you, Sophia, since I haven't seen you or sat in your room for a week at all. My lair, as you texted me this morning, I'm like, I'm headed to your lair. I was like, it's that bad. Okay. <laughs> well, it becomes a dumping ground when we're cleaning other things up since you don't have to be here. <laughs> Thanks. Right. That's great to know. Great to know. It was so lovely to chat with you guys and we will see you next time on Here Now Podcast. Bye.